Hey, Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. And I'm Sarah. And Sarah? Uh-huh. My heart did an ouchie. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you knew, you motherfucker, you knew the show was going to cause me harm, and you yeah, recommended it to me anyway. <laughs> I did, but I watched it a while ago, and it caused me harm, so I need to share it. Oh, well, thank you. Just like I, how I so, told you to watch A Place Further Than the Universe. Gotta share yeah, and that also, that also did me harm. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, in case you did not look at the episode title, um, we're talking about Given today, yes. uh, which is part one of Sarah and I recommended shows for the other to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, mini series, I guess we're doing. Yes, I realized when I gave it to Star after the fact, I gave it to you. I'm like, hmm, this technically isn't an idol anime. Yeah, but... this is the furthest we've gotten from <laughs> idol anime. But uh, okay, so listen, listen. Here's the um, here's the caveat. I think we can use. We definitely so like we're probably gonna do a bang dream episode, and I feel like that's kind of bridging the gap. Mm -hmm. Um. They're not idols, but they're boys in a band. They perform on stage. There's a lot of similarities in the tropes and plot points. It counts yep. in the vague sense that Samurai Jam Bakumatsu Rock also counted. <laughs> Samurai Jam Bakumatsu Rock was actually the 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 bridge, not not Bang Dream. What are you talking about, Star? Yeah, well, I mean we're gonna do Bang Dream eventually, but that one's more like they have the cute costumes and they dance mm. around on stage, but they are technically band members. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean we're using the um adage of it's our podcast and we do what we want and i want to talk about sad boys <laughs> and i wanted you to talk about sad boys so here we are you know how much i love the sad boys mm -hmm. like i talk about my sad fictional boys all the time and this was a very good sad boy show and i did mm -hmm. cry multiple times and i talked about it on twitter and no one guessed what the show was because it's um, technically not an idol anime, but that's my fault. Anime, you guys can though. come at me, but hey, they're good. Everybody, everybody go tell Sarah about how much she doesn't know what an idol anime is. <laughs> just just rip into her on social media. Sarah's fucking cancelled, you guys. Womp womp. Making Star talk about a show that's not an idol anime on their idol anime-themed podcast. Wow. What a fucking scrub. Scrub. Anyway, I want to talk about this show. Yes, talk about Given Star. Okay, so first I want to just kind of like go into the plot. Uh, so basically, the easiest way to talk about the plot is boys in a band, but they're sad and gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are bi. Some of them are bi boys. That is true. That is true. Some of them are bi, but just, I feel like gay is very all-encompassing. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's easier to say gay boys than gay boys who are also sometimes bi. Yes, that's fair. Anyway, sad gay boys. Um, mm -hmm. So this anime is based on, and I believe it's a still ongoing um, manga. Mm -hmm. It is BL, if that was not super obvious. Um, and happy Valentine's Day, everyone, like several days late. <laughs> this is, I think, in, in addition to like this being the, I think the furthest we've gotten away from idols, I think this is also probably the closest we've gotten to romance because this you, is also a romance show. You completely missed my analysis of Wake Up Girl Star. 
your analysis was headcanon, you shitty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no one kissed in Wake Up Girls, all right? <laughs> oh, see, but I have these implanted memories that they did no. kiss. Implanted memories of false truths planted by the Idoluminati. Because well, you're a robot now, Sarah. We've discussed this. I know. Sarah bot 2.0. Beep, beep. beep Everyone up. is gay. Beep, beep. <laughs> that was my impression of you. Did you like it? The girls kissed. I saw them kiss. The boys also kiss. Everyone's going to smooch. Smooch, smooch. It is canon. Beep, boop. Beep, boop. <laughs> Please smooch for me. My robot lips cannot smooch. My robot lips are cold and hard and unsuitable for loving. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I must ship the anime characters. <laughs> And make them smooch. Beep boop. Beep boop. <laughs> I think you need to change your name in the Discord Discord to Sarabot 2.0. And then just randomly idea. randomly tweet about ships. So the people aren't a hundred percent sure if you're a bot or not. But here's here's the deal, we also make a Sarabot and it's just really confusing. <laughs> we also make the Sarabot a mod, so it has the same name color. Mm-hmm. And also it tweets about ships. So tell me about Tell me, now that Beep Boop Sarah does, knows nothing about human love, tell me about this anime <laughs> love star. All right. So this is a show about four boys who are in a band. It focuses more on the first two boys who are the two guitarists of the band. Um, I think I'm going to introduce the characters as they show up because okay. they, you do kind of like gradually introduce them. Um, so the main two boys are um, Ritsuka Uenoyama, um, who is our main character, He's a little bit broody. Um, he's got kind of like the serious face. He's got like short kind of like anime choppy black hair. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the guitarist of the band. Um, and so he, he plays guitar. He's really good at it. Um, his whole thing is like he's kind of he's in a band, but he's kind of lost his passion for it. Mm. You know, yeah, 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 he's not into it like he used to be. Um, and then the other main character is um, Mafuyu Sato, and he is a soft, sad boy who I love with my entire being. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So um, he's got, like, this kind of, like, strawberry red hair. Um, His bangs do the thing that I kind of hate, where, like, his bangs kind of cross in front of his nose in a hairstyle that only exists in anime. Yep. Um, and he, he's just like, he's real quiet. Um, I wouldn't call him shy necessarily. He just doesn't talk much. He kind of like is very in his own thoughts most of the time. And everyone's like, he just doesn't say much. He's just Mm -hmm. real quiet. Um, that's his whole shtick. So Um, I see right now we have a black hair boy and a red hair boy. So I'm already shipping them. (laughs) Of course you are. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so for the, for the sake of the podcast, um, I'm going to call them Mafuyu for soft boy and Uenoyama Ritsuka. I just called him Ue in my notes because it was shorter to type because both his names are long and no mm-hmm. one except his sister ever calls him Ritsuka. Everyone mm-hmm. calls him like Ue-chan or Uenoyama, but that's too long. I just called him Ue. Ue. Um, so those are the two main boys that we're going to meet at first and I will introduce the rest of them as we go along. Um, oh, before we get into the plot of the anime... Um, we're going to do a content warning. Yes. Because this, I feel like the content warning is going to be a little bit spoilery for the plot of the show, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's whatever. Um, 
there it, we are there is a suicide not in the show but it gets brought up a lot it's part yep. of a character's backstory um if you are not comfy hearing about that kind of thing you might want to skip this episode or at least go into it prepared for us to talk about what happens yes thank you star yes i felt like that was important mm -hmm. anyway so episode one first scene um we see our ginger boy um mafuyu and he's carrying this guitar in like a soft shell case um and he's like walking to school and he has this like he keeps like he narrates to himself a lot mm -hmm. um and he he's apparently has this recurring dream and we see some like snapshots of this dream it's like him in like this very kind of like cloudy kind of like blue atmosphere it's very dark and he's holding this guitar it's like this bright red gibson it's really pretty actually mm -hmm. um and he's looking up at someone and we don't really see who it is and he's like squeezing the guitar so hard that one of the strings on the guitar just fucking snaps which is hard to do yeah so this boy is like very very some sort of emotion emotions and we are going to come back to this scene later mm -hmm. because it's important and when i kind of like rewatched snippets of the show to go back and take notes i was like oh fuck i understand the scene now and mm -hmm. now it is filling me with a painful emotion <laughs> <laughs> that did an ouchie to me because like the first time you watch it you're like oh he's just having some kind of weird weird dream and then you come back to it after watching a few more episodes and you're like fuck see what happened is sarah got killed by the Lu idol illuminati and now star uh -oh. is getting killed by sarah bot 2.0 by With making emotions. By the emotions by making her watch given i know it's funny because like i had to re-listen to our intro episode recently um, because I was editing it for our new YouTube version of the podcast, Ooh. which is slowly working its way through the backlog. Um, the first three episodes will be up by the time this episode goes up. Ay. Um, but I said at some point, if there is an idol show that is a real bummer, I'm probably going to watch it because I love the drama. And now here I am watching kind of a bummer of a show. And I'm mm -hmm. like... Oh, this did a ouchie to me. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have season two, please? Yes, ouchie. <laughs> anyway, so now we cut to school and we are introduced to our other main character. So Ue no Yama, Ue is here. Um, he is napping. Um, they're on like lunch break or something. And he's napping at his desk and then he goes to his quote unquote usual spot, which is like the staircase behind the gym. Um, but someone else is there who beat him there, who is also having a nap. It's our ginger lad. Oh. He is there. He is, like, laying on the floor and just hugging the guitar. Like, it's out of the case, and it just looks very precarious. As someone who does kind of know how to play guitar, not well, but I know enough, um, I was just like, he's gonna, he's gonna roll over and he's gonna bump it on something. That's a really expensive guitar. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> um... And you see on the guitar that one of the strings is broken. Um, and so Uwe, like he, he wakes up and he's like, oh, there's another person here. But he doesn't say anything. He just kind of like sits up and like scoots over. He's like, would you also like to take a nap in this spot? Um, and Uwe Noyama's like, you're fucking weird. Um, and he's like, also, one of your strings broken. You need to take better care of your guitar. And Mafuyu, ginger lad, is like, wait, you can fix it? 
and <laughs> like, once you break yeah, a string, it's broken forever. It's broken forever. And he's like, wait, you can fix it? And Uenoyama's like, uh, yeah, dumbass. I'm not going to fix it right now. Okay, fine, I'll fix it right now because you look so fucking sad and you're weird. I just want to take a fucking nap. He's so irritated and it's hilarious. And then there's the metaphor. Yup. Yup, we're coming back to this fucking guitar string metaphor because, oh boy. Um, but yeah, so he, he like runs back to the classroom. He happens to have a spare set of guitar strings on him, I guess. Um, so he like goes, gets this spare set of strings, comes back, fixes them, and is like, here, here's your fucking guitar, it's fixed. And then Mafuyu Ginger Boy is like, can you teach me how to play? And this sets up the entire rest of the show. And also, I would like to point out a direct quote from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Uenoyami, he finishes fix- fixing the strings, and he kind of like strums it. And it's like that perfect like guitar strum, like bring. And um, there's a quote, like kind of internal monologue from Ue, and he's like, I had no idea at the time that I was strumming hard on his heartstring with my own fingers. We are five minutes in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's this one of great. these type of shows. <laughs> this is why I want Sarah watch this show. Star uh-huh. likes watching these shows for the pain. I like watching them for the romance. For the romance. romance. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, mm, these boys are going to kiss by the end of this. Probably. <laughs> and Star's like, these boys are going to cry. These boys are going to cry and kiss. <laughs> there is potential for both. <laughs> I break out the bad Russian accent. That's how you know it's serious business. <laughs> serious. It's very serious. Okay, so then we get the OP. Um, Ooh. It's very rock. I like mm-hmm. it. That's all I wrote in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, the lyrics for both the opening and the ending are like I know that most anime does this, but this one specifically, the lyrics are like so fitting for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the first line of the opening, I usually skipped the opening when I was watching it, so I didn't really take in most of it. Um, but like the first few lines of the opening is like, uh, God, I forget exactly how it goes, but it's like the thing that you left behind has now become my everything, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it's a metaphor. <laughs> Yeah. Symbolism in the Symbolism. lyrics. Like, all the song lyrics for all the music in this show is very much like, ouch in the doki maker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so we cut back. It's a new day. Um, Ue is sleeping in. Uh, we meet his sister, um, Yayoi, who is just kind of a minor character. She looks Ooh. like him... But a girl and with long hair. And she's an idol for 765 Pro. She is not. No. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) These two characters are nothing alike. When I heard her name was Yayoi, I'm like, oh, oh, that's going to be confusing. Because, yeah, I did immediately think of (laughs) Idolmaster Yayoi. Yeah, so we meet his sister. Um, His sister is apparently, like, dating, but also not dating one of his fellow band members. Um, And she, like, is grumpy about it. Um, we get a little bit of Ue's backstory. Um, he got a guitar as, like, a gift from their dad, um, and he, like, taught himself in middle school. 
Um, and then he says something like, but the better I got, the less exciting it was to play. Um, and so this is kind of the story of how he's lost his passion. Goodbye, passion. Forever. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Yeah. So uh, he gets to school and he is still thinking about our ginger lad. Mm -hmm. um, and then we cut to break, like lunch break. Um, and the ginger lad, Mafuyu, is there again on the stairs. Oh, party at the and staircase. Party at the stair- Party at the staircase! <laughs> uh, and so, Uwe's like, I'm not gonna teach him guitar. I need to get my nap spot back. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. And then, um, Ginger Lad wakes up, and he's like, hey, here here's money for the strings, and also, here's more money to teach me guitar. And Uwe's like, I don't need your money. And then Ginger's like, okay, what about this bread? And <laughs> so so he's kind of like the DM trying to convince the players to like, hey, follow this plot, right? He's totally railroading. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, do the thing. He's like dangling the carrot in front of the players is like, hey, hey, teach me guitar. I'll give you this piece of snack bread. Um, but not nearly that emotional. He's just got, like, this blank look on his face most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so we cut to after school, and Ginger Boy Mafuyu has just started following Ue around like a little lost puppy. Yeah. And Ue's like, I'm not gonna teach you, go bother someone else. But he ends up following Ue Noyama all the way to, like, their band practice studio. And here's where we meet the other members of the band. Yeah, tell us the boys. Tell us about the boys. Yes. So there's two more boys here, um, and they are both older than our main characters. So our main characters are in high school. Uh, these two boys are college kids. Mm. Uh, and they are both blonde, but different types of blonde. So the first one is Kaji. He is the drummer. He's mm -hmm. got very, very short, spiky, uh, like, bleach blonde hair. And just, he's got, like, some lip piercings and just the tiniest eyes you've ever seen. Like, not that his like whole eye is small it, he's got like these like beep like little bitty irises so he kind of always looks like he's a little bit suspicious of people mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm, just like mm -hmm. hmm. um he looks like a little bit spooky um yeah. and then the other member is haruki he is their bassist i love him yeah. um he's got long like shoulder length kind of honey blonde hair um, and he's always got it, like, tied back in, like, intricate braids and ponytails and stuff, and he's pretty, and I like him. He's kind of like the group dad, and he's great. I wonder who Star's favorite is. Shush. <laughs> They're all my favorite, okay? Hush. <laughs> I just enjoy him for reasons. We'll get to it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So, um, oh, so this is the point where we finally learn what Ginger's name is, because um, we just haven't learned his name at this point. Um, so he introduces himself. He's Mafuyu Sato, um, and he's a good boy. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Mafuyu Sato. Good boy. And then he's just like boy. the little peace sign. That's not what he does. Good boy, TM. <laughs> That's what he does in my heart. But mm -hmm, anyway, mm -hmm. and so he's like, can I watch you play? Um, and the others are, like, excited, but also nervous, because they're like, oh, shit, we gotta look cool. We gotta look cool for this new boy who just wandered in off the street. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so they, they play, um, and it's very good. Uh, so the, the band animation is, like, so fucking good. Yeah. Um, although I will say that 
We've already mentioned Bakamatsu Rock 1, which set the bar so extremely low. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, so um, I do think they use a little bit of 3D, especially mm-hmm. for the close-ups on, like, the instruments. Yes. Um, I Like, it goes by so fast that it was hard to tell if the hands are also in 3D. But, like, it looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah, like, the animation here is good. And I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my god. They, they have a fucking budget. Oh, thank we god. We <laughs> in Wake Up Girls hell for so long with the animation. We were, no, Sarah, because, like, okay. So I posted that, that fucking meme on Twitter, right? Uh-huh. Of, uh, like, the the Gordon Ramsay meme of, like, delicious, finally some good fucking food. And I just replaced it with finally some good fucking anime. Last few shows we watched have set the bar so low that I want to cry looking at a guitar that doesn't make me just, like, feel sick to my stomach. Sarah. Incredible. The show actually has a budget. And I'm so proud of them. I'm happy ah! you've done it you won you won the anime game you made a show that looks good (laughs) i'm so proud of you (laughs) anyway anyways anyway yeah so um i wrote wow look at our budget in quotes in my notes it's like wow see see what money can buy baby what do you fucking think this is samurai jam bakamatsu rock no we actually (laughs) show the hands on the instruments playing like for real though spoil spoilers given doesn't have anyone to send into godhood so Mm. um well they do have one person go to heaven in the heart oh no and you're too blame <laughs> you give up a bad pain oh. <laughs> anyway um mm-hmm. so anime <clears throat> so uh yeah so anime is a show um so after rehearsal um mafuyu once again asks is like can you please teach me and Ue's like just go to the light music club just go join kaon there's a whole other anime about that <laughs> meanwhile yui forks up she's like oh <laughs> yeah yui hirasawa from kaon's just like oh, someone's talking about us ping 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 she's got like a little antenna on her head that's picking up a radio signal <laughs> we'll do kaon one day for sure oh yes absolutely it's we both adore kaon it's happening eventually big love yes big dokies for kaon uh anyway so the next day, um, Ue is in gym, and he keeps thinking about um, his boyfriend. No. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> he keeps thinking about Mofuyu. He's like, I bet he's there again. I bet he's there again. He's going to ask me to freaking teach him guitar again, and I'm not going to do it. But he goes there, and Mofuyu's not there. Oh, that makes him feel, and I think. He, he has an emotion about it, but we're not entirely sure what kind of emotion. Um, so for the next few days, he just doesn't show up. And Uenoyama's like, oh, did I finally get my nap spot back? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I haven't seen him in a few days. Where'd he go? Um, where's my lost puppy? Where's the puppy? Where did he go? Um, so we see, this just kind of like freaks him out. Not like in a, oh, Jesus, oh, God, situ- way. But in a, um, he's just kind of thinking about his new boy all the time. He's like, I wonder where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, 
spacing out at work um and all that he he actually um we see a scene of him at work and he works at like a kombini or something and uh kaji their drummer also works there he's like are you thinking about that ginger dude you seemed really excited when he showed up for practice and he's like oh god don't notice my gay panic please womp 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 um and then they go to these two boys go to practice and mafuyu is there already oh hey He's like, hello, I am here, and I am ready to join, well, not join the band. He's like, I am ready to learn guitar, please. Um, and he's got his guitar out, and he actually, like, can play it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was going to wait till the end of the episode to talk about this, but we're basically to the end of the episode now. Um, mm-hmm. So you see him, and his fingers are all bandaged up. Yeah. Um, and he's like, did I tune it right? Did I do it good? Um... And he says, like, I went to the Light Music Club, but you guys seemed cooler. Can you teach me guitar, though? Light Music Club was just eating cake. And he's like, um. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I, I went. But, I mean, they just, like, kept offering me tea, which was nice. But, like. <laughs> they don't yeah. play music there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll actually cover K-On! And these jokes will make sense. <laughs> if you haven't watched K-On! It, it's good and fluffy and a good time. Yeah, and yeah. does not make you feel super sad, like, in this show. <laughs> anyway. So, um. I've talked a lot in previous shows about, like, the value of visual storytelling. And this is a very good first example of that. Like, they do also say, it's like, hey, yeah, I went to the Light Music Club. Um, But they show you this detail. They show you, like, all the bandages on his fingers. You know immediately that he's practiced super fucking hard to the point of injuring, like, all of his fingers. That's how hard he's been practicing. But they don't, like, draw that kind of attention to it in the dialogue of the show. Because we as the audience see these bandages on his fingers and we can put two and two together and think, oh, he must be practicing really, really hard because he wants to make a good impression. Because Uwe has asked him to do this thing and so he did it. And he did it so hard that he hurt himself, which is how you can tell, okay, he's taking this seriously. He genuinely does want to learn guitar. Mm-hmm. The show does not come out and say this to our faces because it doesn't need to. Yeah. We can figure that out just by looking at this. And so few anime that we have watched for this podcast are capable <laughs> of understanding that. And so I'm just fucking like, this was the bit that made me go make that meme image that I made. Where I'm talking about, like, fucking finally, a show that lets us just see things in an anime and doesn't force-feed exposition down our throats. Because they could have easily, like, said, oh, yeah, I practiced super hard for the last several days so that I could come back and, like, impress you so that you would teach me guitar. But he doesn't need to say that because we can figure that out just by looking at him. Mm Mm-hmm. Visual. You are using a visual medium. Use the visuals to tell the story. And I'm just like, again, Wake Up Girl set the bar so fucking low (laughs) that just this small thing was enough to send me into a tizzy of like, holy shit, visual storytelling that's actually done well? I think I'm getting the vapors. In my anime. (laughs) Visual storytelling in my anime? 
It doesn't happen much, but when it does, I get all flustered. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is something I'm I'm very passionate about, in case you couldn't tell. And so just, like, finally, some good fucking anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so happy, Star. I'm very glad I recommended this to you. I'm happy to hear I... the story again, too. Yes, I am glad that you recommended it, this to me. 10 out of 10. I really did genuinely enjoy this show. This is a weird point to make 30 minutes into an episode. <laughs> I feel like this should be at the either beginning or the end. We've talked about one episode, but I'm just like, I can't hold it in. I got, I have all these feelings and none of it's from the plot. It's just from how well-crafted this show is. Fuck! Aww. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I just, again, so many of these shows that we watch have just set the bar on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, to and be so honest, seeing... so many shows in general of from all like U.S. shows, Japan, Japanese yeah, shows, everywhere. That's also just, fair. It, it, I just it... feel like there's <laughs> we the only anime I watch these days is for the podcast <laughs> and stuff that's in English that I can just watch in the background while I'm working. Um, and so it's just like, oh boy, the bar's on the fucking floor. So it's nice to see a show that still bothers to jump over the pole mm-hmm. instead of just step over it. Yeah. And it's nice. And it gave me emotions. And I'm like, oh, thank God, people. They're, good anime does exist. <laughs> they do exist. Maybe anime wasn't a mistake. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. If anyone asks me why I really, really like this show, it's not because I'm, like, some romance fanatic who's like, oh, boy, these boys are gay. I love it immediately. That's part of it. But also, it's just a genuinely really, really good show, and it's got so much going for it, and I'm mm-hmm. flustered about it, and I feel like I need to just keep talking about yeah. the show, but I... All star, we have the rest of the season, so keep it up! I know! <laughs> I did not write I did not write as much for the rest of the episodes. I That's just, um, fine. Because yeah. what, hap- what happened was, I got so into this show, was um, I watched the first three episodes all at once, and I was like watching it while I take notes, which is what I usually do. Um, but then for the last, the, the show has 11 episodes. And so mm. for the last, like, math, um, like eight episodes, I just sat down and fucking watched them all at once and didn't bother to take notes <laughs> because I wanted to actually watch it. And then I went back and took notes on the important bits. Makes sense. I, I binged it until 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Which is late for me. I'm usually in bed by 11. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to see what happens to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us, anyway, what happens next? Episode two. Two. Yes. Uh, so we are back at school, and um, Mafuyu is taking a nap on the stairs in their usual little spot. Um, and so Uenoyama shows up, sits next to him with his guitar, and he's like, okay, I guess I can teach you, but don't expect too much from me. I've never taught anyone how to play guitar before, and... Because, like, he taught himself, and he's never had, like, a professional guitar teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, I don't know how to teach people guitar, so don't have too high expectations of me. Um, and so they talk a little bit about the different models of guitar, because Mafuyu is just so clueless. He's like, why does yours look different from mine? Yeah. Um, and he's just like, well, they're two different models of guitar. And... He's also like, also, yours is really out of key. Have you tuned it? And he's like, yeah, I tuned it like three days ago. Three days ago? You got to tune it every time you play it. And I'm like, oh, boy, this this child really is clueless. And so the way this show kind of like works into you, you're thinking, how did he get this guitar if he knows absolutely nothing about it? And it's not like an off-brand. It's a professional, nice-ass guitar. 
Like it expensive. probably like it's an expensive boy. Um, and so he's like, if you have this nice of a guitar, why don't you know anything about it? What's the deal? And so these questions are just kind of like floating around in your head. Like, what's the story here? What's the dirt? Spill the tea, but not on the expensive guitar, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he, it's cute. So like, they have like a little bit of like a teaching moment, like teaching him about like different models of guitar and stuff. Um, and so back in class, Uenoyama's like sitting there and he's like not paying attention to class at all. He's like sketching. He's like trying to think like, how do I teach this boy guitar? He's like on his phone under his desk looking up how to be a good guitar teacher. And I'm like, oh, this boy's so flustered. He's trying what to do good. his best. He's Aww. got emotions. I like it. <laughs> he wants to do a good job with this new boy that he found on the street. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> Google's how to train a puppy. yeah right it's like positive reinforcement use treats and a clicker (laughs) it's like okay what's this uh the bridge what's this the string good boy click click give him a treat (laughs) i've had several dogs i'm familiar with this technique anyway so band rehearsal um mafuyu is not there um but uenoyama asks if he's allowed to bring his new puppy (laughs) um the others are like kind of pointing out is like it's kind of weird for you to be like so enthusiastic about this and they're like teasing him um and this is another like very naturalistic conversation um so there i'm gonna talk about this again sorry that star has passions about screen design and screenwriting and things of that nature (laughs) haha um so Dialogue is a very good way to get exposition across and, like, teach you things about the characters that you're watching on a TV show. But a lot of anime are so eager to tell people all of their secrets that it comes off very, very Mm ham-fisted. Like, they're just... They they let there be no intrigue. They don't let you ask questions because they immediately answer the questions by, like, punching you in the face with, BAM! This is how long these characters have known each other. And it just leads to, like, some really unnatural dialogue sometimes. Mm -hmm. So... This conversation, I wrote down, um, other shows would, at this point, include in conversation a line like, Wow, uh, wow, Uwe, we've known each other for X amount of years, and you've never acted like this. And so that's the dropping of exposition of, okay, they've known each other for this many years, and also he's never acted like this, as a way to drop exposition. But because that's not really how people talk... It always sounds super forced and it drives me up the wall whenever shows do mm-hmm. this. Makes sense. Especially like, or, it's a way that a lot of shows use as a handicap to get exposition out of the way very early on in a show. It drives me crazy. But the show didn't do that. It's like when you're in like elementary school and you have to like write a story about this thing you learned about Sudan. And you're like, I live in Sudan, which is blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. yeah it just comes off as like you don't we don't need to know how long he's been in the band for we'll learn that as time goes on you don't have to shove this exposition down my throat in the second episode and i just appreciate so much that this show didn't do that again the bar is on the floor (laughs) but still (laughs) um it's just a trope that drives me crazy and so once again this show not doing that and actually like having more naturalistic dialogue is appreciated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you get the idea from this conversation that these guys are close 
Um, you know that the other two are older than Uenoyama because at some point they go outside and take a smoke break. So you're like, okay, these two are adults. They're at least a few years older than him. They're not in high school. Mm -hmm. um, they tease him and it's like, they kind of think it's kind of funny and charming. Um, so you get the idea that he usually doesn't care a lot and he's a lot less personable. You can pick this up from this conversation without it being directly told to you, which is mm -hmm. very nice. Thank you for this meal. Yes. And I do um, remember, too, that the voice acting in the show is really good, too. There's yes. A lot of it's mm -hmm. very, very good. Well voice acted. Just oomph. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Finally, some delicious fucking anime. <laughs> I'm going to be referencing that um, meme so much, that Gordon Ramsay picture. Yep. <laughs> because, like, that's me watching. That was me watching this entire show. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Goddamn. <laughs> anyway, so um, at some point, we go back to school, and Uenoyama tells Mafuyu, he's like, hey, you can come to rehearsal and watch us play as long as you don't get in the way and as long as you're not weird about it and Mafuyu's like okay um so at this point they are taking the train together and he starts asking questions about the other members and so this is where we get a little bit more exposition but it's nice because like it's woven in the dialogue sometimes it is easier to just tell people things mm -hmm. especially um, when you only have 11 episodes Especially when you only have 11 episodes. and that, But it makes it more natural because this is genuinely a character who's asking a question. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so we find out some more about the college boys. Um, so there is Haruki. He is like a graduate student. Um, he's their bassist, the one with the long blonde hair. And then um, Kaji also goes to that same university. And they tell... I forget exactly what they say and I didn't write it down, but he is like an undergrad still, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to practice and Haruki, the bassist is like, Hey, do you want to play a little while we get started? Um, there's a f short scene of like them learning how to use an amp and stuff <laughs> like that. Yes. Um, we get like some, a little montage of them, like teaching him some more during practice breaks. Um, the college boys at some point go outside on a smoke break and they're talking just kind of like about the boys and like. Uenoyama's like, he's kind of got this rough outside, but he really is a good person and he does care. Look at him take care of that sad little puppy with the expensive guitar. It's really cute. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, so later, um, Ue's like still trying to coach him and the others bring up, hey, if you're going to be using what? our studio space, pay up. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, you need to get a job. If you're going to be tagging along with us, you need to help us pay for things like, um, like studio space and renting stuff out, etc. So they try and find him a job. Um, we ha get a little bit more details. All of the other boys have multiple jobs um, that we see a little bit throughout the series. Um, the notable one that you kind of need to know because it comes up later is that um, Haruki, the bassist, he works at like this fancy cafe. That yeah. we will actually see a few times. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Teaser. Yeah. He he also has a friend who is a, like a Twitch streamer who like <laughs> shows, who like live streams how to do cute hairstyles on girls because yep. his hair is so long. And so he's just turned away from the camera and he's just like, okay, everybody, now here's, I'm going to show you how to style a cute hairstyle to impress your boyfriend. Ignore the fact that this is a dude. Uh, his head's turned away. Just look at his hair. It's so pretty, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's great. Um, and so you get the idea. It's never explicitly told to you, but you get the idea that he has picked up things about styling his own hair from being on this, like, hairstyling show for women 
And so he's always coming in with like these nice braids or this pretty ponytail with like a French braid in it. And I'm like, mm, this boy likes his hair. Yeah. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's a little detail. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at school, um, Uenoyama's friends are like, why have you been hanging around with Mofuyu? He's weird. <laughs> um, and so they, these two boys, they go to the stairs to practice. They talk about how um, Mofuyu is like a really fast learner. Um, he asks him kind of like where he got the guitar um, without directly asking him. Um, and so because he because Uwe got his guitar from his dad. And so he's like, where'd you get that expensive ass guitar anyway? Did your ga- dad give it to you or something? And uh. Mofuyu's like, I don't have a dad. And he just says it so matter of fact that Uwe's just kind of like, oh, uh, sorry, fuck. I'll stop asking, sorry. <laughs> I'll stop asking. <laughs> and so he asks what kind of music Mafuyu likes. And Mafuyu's like, I don't really know that much about music, but this one, there's this one song that I hear in my head a lot. And he kind of sings it a little bit. La, 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 la. And this, if there was not, like, kind of a big emotional moment in the show so far, this is it. La, 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 la. Like... There's, like, a color shift in this room. There's, like, these little glow dust bits, like, romantically flying around the room. And so he's just kind of, like, just singing this little, like, la-la-la song. But, like, fucking Uwe starts crying a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's very dramatic. And then it, we cut to the credits, and they always show the title of the episode after the episode's over. And the episode title for this one is Like Someone in Love. And I just wrote in my notes, GAY, in all caps. <laughs> Here we are. It was just like so dramatic. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Feed it to me. Nom, nom, nom. Thank you for the good dramatic scenery. Mm, Yes. Episode three. Oh. Mm hmm. So we've still got, we've got another like kind of opening scene with Mafuyu's kind of like narration. Um, and he, he's got this line that he kind of repeats a lot. He's like, I'm not lonely. Um, that he kind of like says to himself whenever he's just kind of like by himself. Um, and he continues to like kind of carry this guitar around. Um, and there's a line that, um, I'll carry the thing you loved with me. And Mm -hmm. I just wrote in my notes. Somebody fucking died. I don't know Uh-oh. who. But somebody died. <laughs> My tragic backstory senses have been going off in the background for days. And this is a big, bing, 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 tragic backstory incoming. <laughs> <laughs> Sarabot 2.0 gave me this anime for some reason. I wonder who died. Burp, 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 burp. Bummer idol show. Burp, burp. Band. Bap. Sad boys. Beep boop. Beep boop. <laughs> Processing. Sad boys. Burp. Beep. Just gonna make robot noises for a while. Anyway, so after the opening, um, the college boys are talking and they like kind of meet up on their campus. And apparently, Uenoyama has asked if Mafuyu can join the band. And they're like, well, he's kind of a newbie. That's a little unusual. Um, but then the text they got said, you'll understand why when you hear him sing. 
And they're like, okay, I guess he's a vocalist, whatever. Um, but there's, there's part of this scene that I didn't catch the first time I watched it, just because I wasn't paying that much attention. Um, so when these two boys meet up, um, so Haruki, the bassist, is just kind of like chilling there. Um, and then we see Kaji, and he pulls up on his motorcycle, and um, Ue's sister, Yayoi, is on the back of the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are they are they dating? What's going on here? Because she said that he dumped her, but is what the fuck? Um, and so Haruki kind of like has this internal monologue of, you're such a fucking heartbreaker, stop it! And I'm like, what's up, Haruki? What's, you, what, what's that about? Mm-hmm. Huh? What's your deal? Like, I, I, like, okay, the first time I watched it, I kind of brushed the scene off. Because I thought maybe it's just like, oh, he's just a womanizer and he's like always got a girl on the back of his motorcycle. I thought that's what he was talking about. But then it kind of shows up later and you're like, oh, that's not what this scene was about at all. <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll come back to that. Start really quick. I have a really important note about Kaji. Yeah. His voice actor is Nagi from Eilish 7. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna look it up casually. And yep, that's Nagi. They sound nothing. No, they alike. don't. Holy I was just shit. like, these Cause... voice actors are really good. All of them have been in a lot. In fact, uh, uh, Ueno's... The, the blonde boy Matrix. Yeah, Ue's oh. uh, voice actor has also been in a lot. Like, he's been in a few other idol anime, including, mm-hmm. like, Udapri. He's one of the, like, side end boys. He's not one of the main ones in the anime. But cool. yeah, but Nagi, Nagi, <laughs> Nagi, he's here. It's so funny because those characters like the exact fucking They're opposite. So that is, that's <laughs> so funny. I love that so yep. much. Oh my god. Well, now I can't unsee that. Yep. This is Nagi's like evil dark cousin with the lip piercings. <laughs> but they're both heartbreakers, kind of. <laughs> this is how to be a heartbreaker. <laughs> All right. And anyway, <laughs> uh, so Uenoyama um, is, he's acting really upset for some reason. And we don't really know why at first. Oh. Um, but it turns out that he asked Mafuyu to join the band, like kind of off screen. And Mafuyu turned him down. Oh. He's like, I don't think I should. And Uenoyama is like super frustrated and he like does not want to take no for an answer. So he keeps like just trying to convince him. He's like, hey, so, uh, you know, if you want to like come to practice and like you want me to like teach you more guitar, uh, I could do that. You know, you just, uh, you know, I could do that. And <laughs> Sato just like completely ignores him and like ignores the conversation and keeps walking away. And Ue is like so frustrated. He's like, why does he say no? Why does he keep saying no to me? And he Googles like how to invite someone out after they rejected you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so precious. It's so good because he's like so flustered. He's like, oh, well, now I see you're join the band. Why are you rejecting me? I thought you'd say yes. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so upset and it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, so later at band rehearsal, um, the other boys are like laughing at him and he's like, but I thought he joined the band and he didn't want to. What the fuck? And the other boys are like, haha, fucking nerd. Um, and then it turns out um, Haruki is like, oh, well, yeah, he's not going to come today because he's got a job interview. 
Um, I've been texting him. And the other two were like, wait, you actually have his contact info? And then Haruki's like, wait, you don't? And they're like, uh. uh. <laughs> Oops. And then Haruki also kind of like gives Uwe a lecture. Haruki is very much kind of like the big brother of the group. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the good head on his shoulders. And we've already discussed that is one of my favorites in a group. Yeah, like c- kind of the one who like makes sense. Star likes the dads. I like dads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like he's not even, like he doesn't really even have like the dad energy of the group. He's just kind of like. He's like, sit down, son. I'm going to teach you something about talking to your friends. <laughs> but I feel he's, like he has a similar vibe to, like, Yamato and Teru, right? D- definitely, definitely. <laughs> like, the kind of like the mature big brother, like, mm-hmm. I am the group dad. I'm going to make sure all my friends are okay. I'm the responsible one. That always ends up being my favorite somehow. Like, I love other character archetypes so much. But, like, kind of like the mature, down-to-earth, I know what I'm talking about, and I'm wears, the sensible one in the group. Where's a t-shirt that just says lawyer? Where's a t-shirt that just says lawyer? That's what... <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would consider Teru part of that archetype, but he does have the shirt going for him. Yep, yep. He's a good boy. He is a good Dad. Boy. <laughs> There's three dads on that show. So many dads. Dads, teens, and boys. Dads, boys, and teens. <laughs> If you haven't listened to our um, Side M episode, go do that, because that's what we're talking about. That's a show with a lot of dads in it. Big dad (laughs) energy. (laughs) Anyway, um, so he kind of, like, gives Uwe a lecture. He's like, you didn't even ask why he didn't want to join the band. You gotta worry more about other people's feelings, because, you know, like, music is all about communication, so you gotta learn how to communicate better. And, like, understand other people's feelings. And I'm like, hell yeah, you hippie motherfucker. I love this. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him about his feelings. Um, So we cut to Mafuyu. Um, He got a job at a live house, which is, like, kind of a place where various bands can perform. uh, Which is good for him. He'll learn some things about music. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he goes outside after his shift, and Uwe is there waiting for him. And he's kind of nervous, and he starts to, like, bring up band stuff. Like, he's going to ask him out to the band again. <laughs> um, and while they're having this conversation, a new boy approaches. da na na Oh. So this new boy, I wrote his name down. Hiragi is his name. Um, we see him occasionally. Um, he's kind of a side character. But he, I call him highlights most of the time. Um, because he looks like he dyed his hair and then he dyed it blonde and then grew it out and didn't bother to re-dye it. So like only the, he's got like blonde tips, but his hair is still really short. Frosted tips. It's like frosted tips, but really grown out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he immediately starts talking to Mafuyu and is like, oh, wow, is that you? Um, hey, isn't that Yuki's guitar? And Sato just like tenses up like a fucking deer in the headlights, like soup, like this boy's got some trauma and he just freaks out. His pupils get so tiny and he just fucking runs off. He just books it. Bye son. There he goes. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So Uwe follows him and eventually catches up to his like, Hey, what the fuck was that about? Um, And then the conversation kind of shifts 
So Mafuyu says, he's like, I'm worried about being in a band because I'm not very good at expressing myself. And everything's, everyone thinks I'm weird because I can't express myself very well because I'm always so quiet. And Uwe actually gets like super mad at this and like grabs his collar. He's like, how can you say that? The only reason I invited you to this band is because you quote unquote shook me to my core. And I'm like, Uwe, that's gay. <laughs> And so he's like, can you sing for me again? And so he does. Wow. It's cute. And yeah. it's just like, oh, boys bonding about their feelings. Um, and then we cut we cut back to highlights. Um, Hiragi again. Um, and then there's another boy there um, who's like barely in the show. He's like hardly important, but his name is Shizusumi. Um, or Shizuzumi. I don't know. There's so many syllables in his last name. Um and Hiragi highlights is like, I saw Mafuyu. Dun dun dun. So like who are these boys from his backstory? Womp 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 womp. Um we cut back to the band boys for the last scene of the episode, and um he's officially joined the band, and Mafuyu is like, Are you sure that you're okay with me? And he's like, Yeah, we like you. Um and Sato or Mafuyu's like, Okay, I will join the band. Yay! Da, 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 da. We've acquired a vocalist. Aid. Yeah, made contract with vocalist. <laughs> Form a contract with me. <laughs> Become a band. Being banned is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many times? How many episodes are we going to quote Maduka Maguka? Serious uh -oh. question. <laughs> well, I know at least the next two we will. So. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so worried about the show that Sarah's watching for our recommendations because she keeps texting me about it. And I'm like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Watch this show and tell me things about it. <laughs> anyway, episode four. So, um, Uenoyama is working. So this like first scene, you see him like sitting on the floor of his room surrounded with like notebooks and guitar tools. And he's like, playing guitar with his headphones hooked up and he's just like very very focused um his sister tries to get his attention and just does not work and like without even telling you once again good visual storytelling you can tell that passion he said he lost is back now because he's Aww. just a, kind of obsessing over this song now and you're like hell yeah his boyfriend gave him the passion back fuck yeah yeah yeah, thank you for this good visual storytelling. I yum yum yum. I eat it. Mm, yes, delicious. Um, okay, so we get another scene with the college boys, and this is the point where uh, we learn about more about Haruki and that scene from the last episode that I thought was a little confusing. Mm -hmm. um, so we are watching. He's like up on the rooftop, hanging out with his friends or something, and he looks down and he sees um, Uenoyama's sister, the Yayoi. And um, she's talking to Kaji, and freaking Haruki's just in the background, like, clenching his fist and just being like, God damn it, God damn it, God damn it. He keeps talking to girls and not me. And I'm like, oh, that's why you called him a heartbreaker in the last episode. You gotta crush out the drummer, oh, don't you? Crush. Oh, he's gonna crush out the drummer. Oh, everyone in this band is gay. Everyone's in love with each other. So now we have a scene with another, like, very minor character um, who is a girl in Ue's class. Um, her name is Kasai. 
Uh, she's not that important, but she's got like short, kind of like reddish, blondish hair. Um, and we've seen her a few times at this point, and she's obviously got a crush on him in the way that like she she's kind of like always in his space a little bit. Like she's always the one who's like, I'll go hand this piece of paper to him specifically, or I'll kind of side eye him when he leaves the room with his new boyfriend, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And so Uwe is like, he's taking a nap at his desk and it's lunchtime and it, all of his friends are like trying to wake him up. And she goes over and she kind of starts like poking him and like shaking his shoulders like, okay, it's time to wake up now. Um, and she can't wake him up. He's not waking up for her. Um, but Mafuyu shows up, calls his name from the door, like not even that loud. And the boy literally jumps up from his nap. He's like, okay, my boy's oh. here. Gotta go. Awake. <laughs> I'm awake. I have heard the sound of my lad. I must go. My boy needs me. Aww. And and Kasai, this girl's just kind of like frowny face. Oh. Mm-hmm. So contention. Ooh. Um, so the boys hang out at their usual spot. Um, and Uenoyama tells Mafuyu, he's like, Yeah, I'm working on a song based on that song that you keep humming. And Mafuyu's like Oh, <laughs> they're so cool. Um, he's got like the sparkly eyes. It's very cute. What? Yeah. So uh, we we see like kind of a short montage at band practice. Um, Mafuyu's like officially in the band, and so they kind of integrate him a little bit. Yeah, new band member. Boys in the band. It's very cute. It, it's mostly a montage, but it's just like cute little scenes of them practicing, and it's sweet. Wow. Um. So then we cut to Haruki, the bassist, at his cafe job. Um, he's like works at this like small but very fancy cafe. Like they make coffee with like the big siphon thingy, so you know it's expensive. Wow, that's fancy. It's fancy shit. Um, and so he is kind of like working behind the counter, and he's talking to this friend. Uh, and this friend of his, I, we hear his name. It doesn't matter. But his friend's talking like, yeah, I've been working on getting a concert together, but there's so much stuff that goes into it. It's hard and logistics and stuff. Hey, you've got a band. Do you want to play in this concert I'm planning? And Haruki's like, uh, yeah. And so they have a gig now. The band boys have a gig. Yeah, Yay. new gig. New boy, new, new gig. gig. for the boys. New boy, new gig. Yeah. And so the rest of this episode is mostly just kind of like cute character fluff. Um, so Uenoyama and, and uh, Mafuyu go shopping for, like, effects pedals. Uh, it it's mostly fluffy. It's a lot of, like, cute character interactions and stuff. Um, but while they're walking around, um, the girl from his class, Kasai, that girl from earlier, um, she's walking around with a friend, and she sees them hanging out together. And she gets really irritated. She's like, why does they keep hanging out together? What's their deal? Why does he keep hanging out with him? <laughs> and not me, is what she's thinking, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. But then the friend pipes up, and she's like, oh, yeah, you mean Mafuyu? I used to go to middle school with him. There was this rumor going around that he was dating another guy. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Yep, so that's where the, like, it kind of just cuts off the episode right there. Um, but there was, like, this really cool visual effect they did where um, they show they show Mafuyu with this other boy, like, from behind, and he's got his arms wrapped around him in very much, like, a, ooh, we're dating kind of pose. Um, but then before you kind of, like, it pans up and see their faces, like, the film reel clips, 
And so, like, you have, like, this little film reel sound effect, and it just, like, cuts to black, and the episode is over. It's very cool. Whoa, mysterious. Cool. Yes. Mystery. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Okay, so, episode five. Oh. Um, so, Haruki tells the other band members about their new gig, and they're like, oh, boy, um, we are going to have to practice a lot to get Mufuyu ready for this. Um, all of their previous songs were only instrumentals, um, but they're like, well, Mafuyu, since you're here and you've got such a good voice, you should sing one of the songs. And he gets so fucking sparkly. He does this thing where he just like makes this face where he just like fires sparkles from his eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. And I'm like, oh no, he's a precious boy. Good boy. Like he doesn't say anything. He just like looks at them and he's just, his eyes are just like bing, 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 bing. Like sparkly, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute. What a good boy. He's got them sparkly anime eyes. Oh, so the subtitle for this episode is The College Boys Engage in Gay Panic. (laughs) And by gay panic, I mean they are gay and panicking. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, the college boys are hanging out at a bar, and um, Kaji is like, oh shit, I've been drinking. Can I come sleep at your place tonight um, so that I don't have to ride my bike home drunk? And, and uh, not Kaji. Uh, and then Haruki's like, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Um, and for the record, he plays this off like it was an accident. It super wasn't because there's like a short little shot, like a two second shot of Kaji like kind of looking down at his beer before he drinks any of it. And he's just like, Hmm. And then he kind of like side eyes um, Haruki and then he, you like see him take a few sips and he's like, oh no, I've been drinking. Let me sleep at your house. <laughs> I'm like, there's also a tidbit here where um, Haruki's like trying to light a cigarette and he accidentally like, I guess the flame like goes up too much and it singes the end of his like very long bangs. Um, and then Kaji, like, kind of goes to, like, touch his hair. He's like, well, you just keep growing your hair out. It's so long now. Um, and he kind of, like, makes this face, like, a nyeh face. And, like, <laughs> what? Like wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Sorry. <laughs> like, a, you know, like, a, <laughs> I'm looking at you. That's Are you looking at me? I'm looking at you like I'm looking at me. Like, in kind of a flirty way. Um, and now it is time for College Boy Backstory Flashback. Um, so Haruki basically admits he's had a crush on Kaji for years, like even before the band started. Um, he basically started this band because of his crush. (laughs) Um, so he's like, I was in a band, uh, but then that band fell apart because our vocalist quit. Um, I saw Kaji on campus and I thought he was really hot. He was always carrying around a violin case. So I figured out he was a musician. Um, and then at one point he realizes, oh shit, this boy, this boy plays the drum. Will you please join a band with me and this high schooler who I saw perform at a live house once? (laughs) And I guess he was like, okay, (laughs) sure. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I guess. Um, it's very good. And so back in the present day, um, Haruki is obviously still super in love, um, like gets very, very flustered thinking about this handsome bandmate who's sleeping on his couch. 
tries to take a picture of him while he's sleeping. He's like, he's sleeping. Should I try and take a, like, sneak a picture? He's so fucking cute and he's asleep on my couch and he's too tall for the couch and his feet are hanging off and it's adorable. I'm gonna take a picture of him. Kiss. <laughs> it's very funny. Haruki is just like the definition of gay panic, i.e. I am gay and I am panicking and I love him. <laughs> um... So yeah, at some point, Kaji wakes up at like 4am and he's like, I'm sober now, I'm going home. And so we see, he lives in like this big house, but he lives specifically in the basement of this big house. And he goes home to another boy sleeping in his bed. And we're like, who the fuck is this? drama <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that boy later because at this point all we really get is like his face and like he's asleep in the bed and i'm like whom's the fuck is that <laughs> um well we don't get any more of that till later um so we see a short scene of the school boys at school um and then the band boys are at like a yakiniku place one of those things where you have like the the grill in front of you and you just like cook all your meat on top of it um, I set one on fire once. Oh no. Sumimasen and Fuego Des. Um, and then the same thing happens. Kaji drinks and ends up going home with Haruki again. But Whoa. this time, like, Haruki kind of like collapses onto his bed. He's like, I'm drunk and tired. Just put a futon wherever you want. Kaji's like, that's too much work. I'm just going to like flop down literally on top of you and immediately fall asleep. <laughs> and Haruki's just like, he goes to space in his brain. <laughs> Like, there's this, like, slow zoom in on his shocked face, and, like, the object of his affections is just, like, flopped over on top of him and literally falling asleep instantly, and his eyes just widen, and then the background shifts to, like, a galaxy as it, like, slowly zooms out, and it's like, oh, he's going to space, he's so flustered. <laughs> me too, buddy, me too. <laughs> it's really cute. So he just, like, he kind of, like, scoots out from underneath him, tucks him in, and then sits down at the full on the floor and just, like, puts his face in his hand like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah, I wrote, um, he gets super flustered again, tucks him in, and has a gay panic on the floor. <laughs> so cute. I had a gay oh, panic on so the floor good. when I met my, when I came on my first day with my wife. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't living together at that time, but I believe you did sit on my floor and just freak out for a while. Yep. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I remember this specifically. It was very cute. Anyway. <laughs> Schoolboy time. So Ue has finished writing the song, and Sato listens to it. There's like a very tense moment of, oh, is he gonna like the song? Oh, is he gonna like the song? And he likes it. <gasps> and then, so Mafuyu has to go. Um, but then Ue just kind of, like, lays down in his feelings for a little bit. And he's, Aww. like, smiling. He's like, yay, he liked the song. Yay. yay. It's very cute. Cute, 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 cute. Uh, but now we have the last scene of the episode. Dun, dun. It's a very cool scene. Like, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a scene. But it's a good, it's a well-produced scene. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about that, well, why in a second. So Ue is an art class. Um, and he has to, like, draw portraits of a partner. And so Kasai, the girl who likes him, comes up and he's like, hey, do you want to be partners with me? And he's like, yeah, okay, I guess. Um, and so while they are drawing each other's portrait, she starts talking about the rumors she heard from the friend. But we get some more information this time. We hear, we hear some more. 
She says, Sato or Mafuyu probably likes you, but you know he was rumored to be dating a boy um, from another high school a few years or last year, and he committed suicide. And there are rumors that Mafuyu was part of the reason he did it. And Ue is just like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of like where the episode cuts off. But there's some very, very cool like sound and visual techniques happening in the scene. Sound specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but the visual kind of ties in with it as well. Um, so in the background of this scene, like out the window, you see like this airplane flying by and it's kind of like leaving a trail. And so as he starts to hear these rumors, you hear the sound of the jet engine airplane getting louder and louder. It's <laughs> and almost it's, like static. And it's just Alex Jones' voice being like, the chemtrails are making the, the boys gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was going to go with that. But sure. <laughs> All these fucking chemtrails making our students gay. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought you were going to make a joke about, and then the plane crashes into the school. Oh, no. And then Zombieland Saga. <laughs> and then Zombieland Saga. Because you know who was on that plane? It was Junko. Junko was on that plane. No, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Not that. But no. But yeah, so there's like, there's kind of like, the audio trick here is very cool because it starts out really, really quiet and it like slowly amps up through the scene as kind of like the realization dawns on him. And then as soon as it cuts to credits, like he kind of like has this inner thought of like, and then everything that had been building up and like the audio is louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and starting to like hurt your ears. And then it just shuts off. (gasps) For, like, the end of his thought, he's like, everything came crashing down. And it's such a cool audio effect that a few movies I like have used in the past. Mm. Um, where it just makes you... Because, like, this scene is obviously, like, he's very shocked by this revelation. And so this audio effect, like, it's the audio version of feeling your heart drop into your stomach. Yeah. And it's so cool. I loved that they put it in here. Uh, another very good example is in Wolf Children. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. I have. It is one of my favorite movies. So and good. they do that with like the rain falling during like the saddest scene of the movie. So it's like yeah. she's running around in the rain. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but like she's running around in the rain and the rain sound just gets louder and louder and louder to the point where you can't hear anything else. And then when the realization hits her, dead quiet for like yeah. the rest of the scene. Like no sound at all. And it's. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. I love anime that actually does things. Yeah. We love an anime that actually, like, is good. <laughs> <laughs> we like anime that are not good, too. <laughs> but we also I, like an anime that yeah, is good. But just finally, some delicious fucking anime. Thank you. Mm, anyway, episode six. We are halfway through the show now because it's only 11 episodes, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we pick up pretty much exactly where we left off. Um, Ue is reacting to hearing the rumors. Um, his friends kind of, like, come over and break the tension. Um, and then when they leave, um, she kind of apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry I told that. Most of that was just a rumor. But it is true that a boy named Yuki Yoshida died really suddenly last year. And you can tell, it's like, oh, you mean the guitar's original owner, Yuki? Eyes emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. So cut to Mafuyu. He is working at his new job at the lighthouse. Lighthouse? Live house. 
Um, <laughs> Letting all the and, ships um, come in. Yeah, all burr, burr. Oh, Sarah, all, all the Sarah ships, ships come in. Yep. All my <laughs> ships. All the ships are coming in at the lighthouse. <laughs> That's where Sarah bought 2.0 works. She works at a lighthouse so that all the ships can come mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and visit. <laughs> this new lore that we're crafting. About me. About you, the <laughs> robot version of you that is just you because the original Sarah died and oh, several yes. episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so he's working and then Highlights Boy shows up um, again and is like, hey, can we talk? Um, and so they just kind of talk for a while and it's just like kind of Highlights talking at Mafuyu for a little bit. And so he's like, I guess that is Yuki's guitar, isn't it? I guess that makes sense. You guys did both have your parents' approval. We find out that Yuki's mom gave Mafuyu the guitar after he died. Yeah. Um, and so Highlights asks, asks, he's like, I wonder if you're trying to po- be positive about it or if you just can't let go of the past. And Mafuyu's like, yeah, I don't know either. And he grabs the guitar and he walks off. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yep. You don't know him shit, son. Nope. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, Ue is still in shock. Um, he's kind of, like, dazed and confused about these rumors that he's heard. Um, and then Kaji comes to visit. He's like, hey, I put some drums on that song, and I think that Mafuyu should write lyrics for it. Um, but then, the next day, when he tries to get Mafuyu to write the lyrics, he immediately says, I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. Um, but they are eventually able to convince him. And they're like, no, you should write it. It'll be good. You're the one who's going to be singing. I want you to write this song. And as soon as Ue says that, Mafuyu's just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Okie dokie. I will do what you ask me to do. Yes, sir. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, well, what should I write the lyrics about? And then Haruki's like, what if you write about a past relationship? <laughs> and everyone else in the room is just like, Haruki, read the room. Wah. Come on. Haruki, come on, bud. <laughs> um, and Ue's like, I don't want to hear a song about his past relationships. Because his past relationships are not going to be about me. And I'm like, like th- that point doesn't come up until later. But I'm just like, oh boy, he's he- he's having an emotion. Yeah. Well, and also he, yeah. he doesn't want to traumatize him. For- that yeah. too. That too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mafuyu tries to write lyrics. Um, he gets very stuck. Um, he's like trying to type on his phone and he can't get very far. Um, for a large portion of this episode, I wrote that he takes his guitar and goes on a sad boy walk. Mm-hmm. As, um, as he eventually have every idol or idol Jason episode, when they have to write a song, you gotta go on a sad walk at some point. You gotta go on a sad walk and think about your feelings. Mm-hmm. So he does this, and he eventually ends up at the beach. And remember the beach, it's gonna be important later. Um, but yeah, so he ends up at the beach, and he has his little, like, I'm not lonely thought again. Like, okay, okay, you're keep doing this. What's up with the line? Um, so now it is schoolboy time. Um, Ue is still like very kind of like hedgy, um, about seeing Mafuyu because he's like, I know this thing about his past that I shouldn't know, and it's I, I don't know how to feel, mm-hmm. and it's like it was like shady past. What do I do? Um, 
and so he he goes to the stairwell to take a nap, and um, Mafuyu is there, and he's like, uh, um, just just be awkward. And so like Uwe lays down to take a nap and pretends like he's sleeping, and Mafuyu's like, I'm just gonna talk for a minute. Um, you don't have to respond if you're tired. Um, I'm gonna do my best with the lyrics because the truth is there's someone I used to love and there's something that I want to say with the lyrics. Oh, are you sleeping? That's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, boy. But you you look at Uwe and he's like, definitely not asleep. His eyes are wide fucking open listening to this. And he's like, oh, I think I just realized what jealousy feels like. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. I have a crush. He's jealous of he's jealous of the dead boyfriend. Yeah. Feel your feelings. So now we get another flashback, beginning Ooh. of episode seven, Ooh. by the way. We see Kaji, the drummer, the edgy boy drummer, watching a mysterious black haired boy playing a violin. And he's having a lot of internal monologue thoughts about love. And he's like, I always thought that love was this soft and precious thing, but it turns out that love is actually more violent. And I'm like, okay, you have some thoughts. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's not good. You have some emotions that you need to talk about with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so now, present day, present time, we cut to practice. And, um... Uwe has started taking out some of his frustrations on Mafuyu. He's like, why aren't you improving enough? Um, you've been acting really weird. You need to be taking this more seriously. And then Haruki calls him out. He's like, well, you're, don't be an asshole. He's writing these lyrics for you. And also, you're also weird. So what the fuck? And then it's just like, Ugh, awkward scene. Mm -hmm. And then they end up calling practice because they're like, we're not going to get anything done at this point. It's, there's too much energy in this room. It's weird. Too much teenagers. There's too many teens energy in this room. This dad's like, um, okay, these teens. Okay, these teens need to calm down. Bye. We're cutting off practice. I'm the dad. <laughs> um, so at some so the boys kind of like split off. And it ends up with um, Uwe and Kaji kind of like hanging out after practice. And Kaji kind of figures out that he likes Mafuyu just based on how flustered he is. And it's it's a very comedic scene of just like, oh my god, have you put your hands on Mafuyu? And he's like, <laughs> what are you talking about with your innuendos? He's like, you should see what your face looks like. And he's like, what does my face look like? He's like, you look like a man in love. And then he just is on the floor. It yep. was really cute. Yep. I didn't do a good job of describing it, but it was a very cute it's scene. Cute. Um, and Uwe's like, I don't know what to do about these new emotions that I have and whatever. And Kaji's like, hey, it's cool to be gay. I fucked a dude or two in my life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where that conversation went. And he's just so blunt about it. It's great. Yep. And, um, he's like, um, so yeah, he's, he's a good boy. Also, you need to be more supportive of your boyfriend because he's writing this song because you asked him to. So like, be a little nicer to him. Come yeah, on. Yeah, channel your emotions yeah. correctly, please. Yup, exactly. Um, so we get like kind of a cool uh, or cute little scene. Um, Mafuyu is kind of like talking to some of the other friends from uh, Uwe's class. 
Um, and so they say, hey, we'll come watch your gig. And Mafuyu's like, what do I want to tell these people in parentheses with the lyrics that I'm writing? Mm-hmm. So uh, so the boys are at practice. And um, at some point, like during practice, they like kind of stop for a break. And they're like, wow, Mafu, you've, you've improved so much. But he's like already on the floor asleep. <laughs> he's like kind of like sitting up against one of the amps. And they're like, okay, I guess we're going to take a break then. Um, and so the college boys step out. And then Ue sits down next to Mafuyu, and he's like, wow, his fingers are super red. Um, he must be practicing really hard. Uh, and this is the point where he thinks, I'm kind of scared of the song he'll write. I don't want to hear him love. I don't want to hear a song about him being in love with someone else. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> a jealousy emotion. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a Kaji flashback. Um, we learn some more about this boy and his youth. Um, so apparently he played violin in high school, uh, but then a mysterious transfer student shows up. His name is Ugetsu. Ooh. He's got like this kind of like wavy long, not long, but it's just like kind of like anime boy long hair. Mm-hmm. He kind of like hangs in his eyes. Um, and he also plays violin and he's a fucking prodigy. He keeps winning all this contests and beating Kaji. Uh, they eventually become friends. Um, and then sordid lovers is what i wrote in my notes Mm -hmm. um and also like they at some point just like hug and there's this narration from kaji who's being like he looked like he was the saddest thing in the world and i loved that about him but i also pitied him and i wanted to just fucking rip all of his clothes off and see what kind of sounds he'd make and i'm like holy shit kaji (laughs) these boys fucked (laughs) this is intense maybe not the healthiest relationship but here you go no probably not there you go um we don't see these boys fucking but you know it happens and now they're now they're roommates oh my god now they're roommates (laughs) um and so that's that's their deal so like they're he calls him his ex, but they're still very much like kind of clingy all over each other when they hang out at the house mm. together, and they maybe sleep in the same bed. And it's like, what what's the relationship here, boys? What's the deal? It's complicated on Facebook. Yep, it's Facebook official. It's complicated. It's complicated. Is that still a thing you can make your status on Facebook? I haven't used Facebook in years. Oh, it used to be a thing. I have no idea. Because I feel like you don't get that level of drama anymore. Or maybe the kid, maybe the youths don't use Facebook anymore. I don't think the youths use Facebook anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that anyone might does. Be what it is. No, I, I still have a Facebook account, but I only use it to, like, check on some groups that I'm in. Uh, so yeah, we finished our, our emotional fuckboy Kaji flashback. He's not a fuckboy. He's a boy who fucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a distinction. <laughs> There's a distinction, yes. Um, God, these boys fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're back in the present day. Um, We get a little bit more montage of the boys practicing. And then a week before their show, Kaji suggests, hey, maybe we should stop practicing. He's good enough at guitar that we're good you really need to focus on the lyrics now because you've made like no progress and it's more worrying that we don't have lyrics for the song yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, I think Kaji and Mafuyu are alone together. Yeah, they're um they're just kind of like by themselves outside. 
And he's like, you gotta face your past if you want to write those lyrics. Or do you want to run away from having to verbalize your feelings? And I'm like, whoa. Drama. The gauntlet has been dropped on the fucking floor. (laughs) (laughs) What you gonna write about, oh boy? Mm -hmm. Yep, okay. So, episode eight. Getting in there. Um, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, so the schoolboys are prepping for finals. Um, and then Ue and Mafuyu are like barely talking to each other. It's kind of awkward. Like when they talk, it's only about like school and finals and stuff. Tension. And it's very brief. So like, yeah, there's tension. There's these boys have some tensions in them. Um, Mafuyu is still stuck on the lyrics. Um, at some point, Highlights Boy shows up at his house. I keep calling him Highlights Boy, but then I just think about Highlights Magazine. That That's a thing, right? <laughs> that's what it was called? Yes, it is. They had, like, mazes, and they were always in the doctor's office when I was a kid. <laughs> yep, exactly that. You could do, like, a, you could do, like, a word search. Anyway. Um, so, um, he, Highlights Boy has this internal monologue about how he wants to be forgiven. And he's like, I knew that you and Yuki were dating, but I didn't say anything. And even when we were in a band together, I didn't say anything. And I kind of regret that now. And it's like, I know how you feel. And then Mafuyu, who has just been this soft boy, quiet lad, this entire thing, just fucking yells at him. Yeah. He's like, you have no idea how I feel. And I'm like, hand on chest. Oh, my boy, my son. Good for you, Oh, he has emotions. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah. On the one hand, good for you. On the other, ouchie. Ouchie. (laughs) Yep. So now we get a flashback to the three boys. That's uh, Mafuyu, Hiragi, who is Highlights, and Yuki. They were all childhood friends. They all lived in the same neighborhood. Um, And Yuki and Mafuyu were both really close because they both had single moms and they lived right next door to each other and they got along like super well. They were inseparable. Um, They ended up going to different high schools. And then the others, minus Mafuyu, they went on to join a band. And then at some point, Mafuyu and Yuki um, got into a quote-unquote pointless fight. And then two days later, Yuki was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they describe it in the show is that he didn't usually drink, but then he drank a lot and Mafuyu found him. And so I was a little bit confused the first time I watched this scene because they aren't really clear about what happened. Um... But so in my head, I was just like, so did he just drink a whole lot and the alcohol killed him? I, I'm not sure if that counts as suicide. But um, going back to that first scene of the first episode and a very minor detail in this scene, he hung himself. Yeah, He drank too much. And then he got all worked up and then he hung himself. And that's how Mafuyu found him. Which is rough. Oof. Yeah. yeah extremely rough. Because, like, in this scene, you see, like, the chair toppled over. Um, in the very first scene, you kind of, like, see him. He's, like, kind of in an upward angle. And Mafuyu is, like, down on the floor, like, looking up at him. And I'm like, they never show his body, really. Mm-hmm. So you, it, you just kind of have to infer what happened. But... Ouch! Yeah, it's rough. Oof! Ouch! Big ouchies. Pain in my everything. Ow. Yeah. But again, 
good visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. Thank you for not being like super oblique and showing me this poor lad's corpse. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So um, after this conversation, we unflashback. Mafuyu invites highlights to come to their band show. He's like, I've been kind of avoiding my feelings because I don't know how to feel about Yuki's death yet. Um, we see another short flashback of it's just Yuki and Mafuyu as like itty bitty babies. They're like five years old in this. And um, Yuki's like playing outside and he sees Mafuyu kind of like hiding and not talking. And Yuki's like, hey, why don't you talk? And Mafuyu's like, if I talk, my dad hits me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it's more sad now. No, it was already sad. And then you just put on another fucking helping. Thanks, God. Um, but Yuki has this line like, I'm not your dad, i.e. talk to me. And like, you get the idea. This is kind of like the start of their friendship. And mm-hmm. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad. Thank you for the feels. <laughs> Thank you, but ouch. <laughs> this is done. Ouchie to the doki maker. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, end of the episode. It's concert day. Mm-hmm. Everyone is very tense. They're trying to figure out what to do because, to their knowledge, Mafuyu has not written the lyrics. Mm hmm. It's very tense. Like, you kind of see, like, the short scene of everyone they've invited is showing up. Ue, the sister Yayoi, um, the high school friends, the backstory high school friends, the hot violinist fuckboy roommate. Everyone <laughs> is here. <laughs> everyone is here. Um, everyone is here. It's like fucking Smash Bros. Now they're going to fight. No. <laughs> um, and so right before, um, so the concert starts, they're going to be the second band to go on. And Ue's like, let's just go on without vocals. Mm-hmm. And Mafuyu kind of freaks out. He's like, you're always telling me that I can do it. You're always telling me not to give up. But now of all times, you're giving up on me. And Ue's like, well, you didn't do it. Time's up. So it's time to just give up. And Mafuyu, once again, gets so angry that he squeezes the guitar strings and one of them just fucking snaps in half. Uh Uh-oh. The boy's got very strong fingers. Maybe playing the guitar is a good choice for him. He's got the finger strength for You do it, bar chords really well. Oh, hell yeah. He's got them bar chords. Like, damn. He's got it. <laughs> He's got that shit down. Um, so episode nine picks up immediately at this scene. So like the broken string is like there. They're going on in like 10 minutes and he's like, oh fuck, what do we do? Oh fuck, what do we do? Oh fuck, what do we do? And big brother Haruki, level-headed one, shows up. He's like, well, it's not the end of the fucking world. Go to the store by the station, get some new strings, we'll replace it. When a string breaks, you just have to fix it. Didn't you fix it for him the last time this happened? And Uwe's like, you're right, father. I did do that. And he fucking runs to the store. Uh, and so you see him getting super emotional while, he, emotional while he runs to the music store to buy new strings. He's like, I'm the one who told him to sing. And he always tried so hard when I told him to do things. He did everything I asked him to. Why did I give up on him? I'm such a fucking dick. <laughs> Not in so many words, but you can mm-hmm. tell that's what he's feeling. Again, 
The show doesn't have to tell you that he feels like an asshole. You know he feels like an asshole. You know he's an asshole. (laughs) You know he feels super bad about this just by how he's kind of like thinking in this moment. Mm -hmm. He's like, God, I'm such a fucking dick. (laughs) So he gets back um, and he also has this part of the monologue where we lay out the metaphor on the surgical table. Mm-hmm. Guitar strings are like your heart. If you strum them too hard when they're pulled to their limits, sometimes they snap. And it can feel like that can't ever be replaced. But if you can find someone to replace them for you, it feels like maybe everything can be fixed. Ooh, metaphors. Ooh, they're in love. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, uh, Yes. If your heart breaks, you just have to find a hot new guitarist boyfriend. You just go to the store. Uh-huh. You buy some more. You can buy another one. You can get yourself a new boy at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he fixes up the guitar strings, and it's like just kind of like this very, very like kind of somber scene of them like fixing the guitar strings. It's very sensitive. And now it's time for the boys to go on. And they're all just kind of like, I guess it's up to Mafuyu what happens now. I guess we either go on with no lyrics or maybe you can just kind of like la 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 sing. And they're just kind of like, well, whatever happens, time to go. YOLO. YOLO. Um, And so Mafuyu during this is kind of having this internal monologue. He's like, I never know how to react to things. I can't express myself like everyone else. I can't even cry properly when I want to. And it hurts so bad. And I want people to understand that. And so it gets to the point in the song where he starts singing and he starts singing. He has lyrics and all the other boys are like, oh shit, he has lyrics. Where did these come from? And it implies that he's making it up as he goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... The Pitter-Pats. And it's so fucking good. He's an amazing singer. And just like, oh my god, it's good. And then everyone cries. Including the people watching the anime. Everyone cries. Um, So while he's singing, we get a flashback to him and Yuki. Uh, It's like them as kids. And then a scene of Mafuyu's dad getting arrested. And then like holding hands in comfort. Uh, And then they grow up together. And then it's them kissing. And then it's the fight. Um, and Mafuyu, like, during this fight that they had to lead to his suicide, Mafuyu's like, are you willing to die for me then? And it's just like, oh god, it was a dumb fight. And Mafuyu's talking, he's like, I always see you around, I know you're not there, but everywhere I go I see your face, and I can't forgive you, and I can't forgive myself, but I want to, and Fuck, I'm crying again. Yeah. Like, I'm actually crying right now while we're recording a podcast. I knew it was gonna happen, but fucking shit. Yeah. My cat's here. She knew. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "Mm, yes, Uh, mother, hand me your tears. Give me your tears. I go, seep, seep, seep. Seep, 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 seep. But I actually, um, I have the lyrics pulled up in another tab for this song, and I'm not gonna read, like, all of it. But um, I do want to read, like, parts of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, 
I continue on with these feelings inside me. Please tell me how I'm supposed to close the door on this love. Your everything has lost its tomorrow, and now it's wandering around eternally along with me. And I'm like, fuck! I'm, I'm in the pain hole! Yeah. This is where I go when I'm in pain. I'm in the pain hole. <laughs> it hurts my doki machine. Yeah. Um... But then at the end of the song, it's like, even if your everything loses its shape one day, you'll always be here within me. As I try to move forward again, even though I couldn't say goodbye, you'll always fucking be here with me. Ah, I got the tears again. God damn it. Yeah. I need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, after the song is over, um, Mafuyu, like, he just looks like he's spent all his energy on the song. He, like, really weakly kind of, like, walks over to Uwe, who just kind of, like, puts his arm around him, and they walk off stage together. And it's, there's, like, it's very emotional. They're both very obviously worn out, but, um... Haruki is trying to like play it off it's like oh our guitarist just walked off stage I guess I gotta do MC for a while yeah <laughs> it's, it's really cute um and so we kind of like hear him prattling on in the background trying to distract the audience and the two boys like kind of go off stage and um Mufuyu's like thank you for helping me make it this far and Uwe is just like really worked up and he just they fucking kiss yeah and then he just like swoops in and just fucking just cuts him off mid-sentences like smooch you did super good I'm gonna go back on stage now we'll talk later yeah and he goes and it's just like <laughs> big donkeys <laughs> the boys <laughs> the boys are in love They're look in at love. them go <laughs> <laughs> boys in love mm-hmm. yay that's why they call it the genre name <laughs> and i do appreciate how like it's like as he's resolved his like more or less resolved his emotions around mm-hmm. the other person and it's not like i mean it's dramatic but it's not like petty he, he was able to come to grips with his own feelings before he worked his way into a new romance yeah yes. and it was like him doing it on his own and not because of the other person like a little bit yes he was egged on but yes. it wasn't I mean, like de- codependent it was kind of like it was kind of like the push mm-hmm. but it wasn't the shove yeah if that makes sense yeah it's, it's he not was not shoved into another romance as a rebound it was i have come to grips with my new emotions and i'm okay with this happening it's okay for me to be in love with another person now because yeah. i figured out how i feel and it's less it's like, like him being healed by another person and more like him healing himself which i appreciate overcoming trauma yes like i i mentioned this in a previous wake up girls episode um i love i i joked in the last one like i love trauma but i want to elaborate more on that (laughs) i love seeing characters with trauma with sad backstories with emotions that at the start of the show they have not worked through i love seeing them go through shit and then come out the other side a better person Mm -hmm. and this show does it so perfectly it's a delight to watch and it makes me cry but they're like the happy tears of yes my boy has finally articulated his emotions through music with his new boy and fuck i love it so much it's so good yeah (laughs) i cry i cry with the tears on my face i'm crying Mm -hmm. so there's a short little scene of um 
Mafuyu, like, kind of, like, after he gets that kiss, um, Ure goes back on stage to finish their set, and he just kind of, like, sits on the ground, and he's like, I'm not lonely, I'm having fun, and there's someone new I'm in love with. I wish I could talk to you again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, baby son, I want to hug you. Good boy. I know it wouldn't fix anything, but I just want to hug you. Good boy. So uh, after the concert, um, Highlight's boy comes and finds Mafuyu, and he said, um, Yuki knew that you liked music, and so he wanted to write a song for you. Um, But Mafuyu's like, but I wanted us to do it together. And so that was kind of the difference. And I'm like, this is the boy who they write the song together. This is the one that he's meant to be with. And that's sad, but like it, it makes sense. Like the brain logic is there and you kind of see like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And also it can also just be the, the extent of him learning how to communicate with someone that he loves too, which is important. that also too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like they talked, there was like that whole scene earlier. Music is about communication and mm-hmm. Yuki feels like the kind of person from what we know about Yuki, he feels like the person who's like, you like music. I'll make music for you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is all fine and good. Um, but Mafuyu's like, well, I want to make music with you, but he was never able to articulate that. And so mm-hmm. now in this, in, with, um, with Ue, he's like, we are going to make music together. That was always the thing on the table. And it's like, oh, good boys. Yeah. Good boys with a good foundation to their relationship. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then the credits roll, mm-hmm. but it's not the end. Because we get an after credit scene. Ooh. Uh, and this is a flashback um, with Yuki and Mafuyu on a date. Um, And it's... An odd scene, but I it, it was it's hard to articulate my emotions about this scene. Um, it was just kind of like it was interesting, I guess, to like kind of see how these two boys were different, mm-hmm. um, and how they kind of interacted differently. Um, and so basically, it's like winter. They go to the ocean, and Yuki's like, "The ocean sucks," and then Mafuyu's like, "I've never been to the ocean before, I don't think," and. Yuki's like, oh, well, actually, the ocean's great. Um, And now it's cool. Um, We're going to stay here a while so that you always remember that I was the first person you got to go to the the, uh, ocean with. Um, And Yuki's like, uh, or not Yuki. Um, Mafuyu's like, I don't think I'm going to forget. And Yuki's like, no, you're going to forget. Because, like, eventually, within, like, ten years, you're probably going to forget that we did this. And Mafuyu's like, well, I don't think I'll forget the whole thing but I'm going to forget the little bits and pieces over time. And that's what loneliness feels like. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, little buddy. And then, um, like, he kind of says, um, in a few months in summer on a blinding stage, I'll figure out what that feeling is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, boy, son. Aww. Boy, son, son, boy, boy, son, son boy, boy, boy. boy. <laughs> So the next two, so we've done the emotional concert scene. Mm-hmm. We still have two more episodes of the anime. Yes. Yeah. And so the next two episodes, they're paced a little odd. Yeah. They don't feel like the last episodes of a show. <laughs> they feel like middle episodes. Mm-hmm. It was like, they're not bad. They just don't feel like the ending to a show. Yes. 
Um, which makes me feel like they're leaving it open for a season two. Well, a movie just came out, or at least it came out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did see, I, okay, I saw that it came out. I haven't watched it yet because I figured that maybe we could do a separate yeah, episode. Yeah, I have never movie. watched the movie yet either, so. It, like, came out while I was in the process of watching the show. <laughs> Hold on, that's and if we, record, if we waited, like, two more days to record, I would have watched it. But at this point, I have not seen it yet. Oh, future episode. I have seen some spoilers, though, um, because I was Googling for, like, the header image for the social media post. Um, and I was like, la-di-da, I need to find a picture of these boys. Hey, that didn't happen in the anime. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> so we got to watch the movie at, at some, some point, point. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so last two episodes um are mostly just kind of like wrapping up but also setting up the future mm-hmm. um so <laughs> we cut to Uenoyama like after the gig he's at home and um there was a scene like during the concert between Kaji and the sister and so now the, the sister thinks that she's been dumped. And so she's like in the living room, dramatically, dramatically cutting her hair. And she's <laughs> like, I got dumped. I'm sad. I'm goof- fine. I'll chop all my hair off. Oh, that'll show him. Yep. Um, and Uwe thinks, wow, being in love must be tough. <laughs> boop. 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 Uh oh. Oh fuck, I kissed before you. Oh shit, what oh, if he doesn't oh, like no me fuck. back? Oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit. <laughs> Was that weird? Oh no. Oh no, I just fucking kissed him and then I didn't talk to him at all afterwards. I, I completely forgot until just now. What the fuck do I do? <laughs> it's just like, you dumbass, what the hell? Yup. He's, he's, he's a dummy, I like him. Mm. I love all the characters in this show. So the next day at school, um, the school friends are all discussing the concert, but Mafuyu is absent. He apparently caught a cold because he caught cooties from Ue. Yep. Definitely cooties. <laughs> he, he got the cooties. Got cooties. <laughs> he got mono. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so um, Ue goes to bring Mafuyu some drinks and snacks, and he's very tense the whole way over there. He's like, I came all this way. I might as well go. But oh god, what's going to happen when I go into his house? What do I do? I kissed him the other day, and I don't know if he likes me back. What do I do? <laughs> yup. Um, so he goes to his house. And so I haven't mentioned this at all, but a very important character detail about Mafuyu is he's got an adorable fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's got this little Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And you keep seeing the dog every time he's at the house, and the dog is like his icon online when the boys are texting each other. And we finally learn the dog's name, and I'm so happy. Um, the dog's name is Kedama, mm-hmm. and he's adorable. So little Pomeranian is very cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The dog is also like, the character, the main character in the end credits. Because it's, yeah. like, just art of the dog, like, walking around and doing dog shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finally telling me the name of the dog! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mafuyu is, like, very sick, very feverish. And he's like, oh, thanks for coming over. I'm gonna go lay down in bed now. And so um, Uwe, like, kind of sits there to keep him company for a few minutes, um, kind of against his will. But he's like, well, I, I don't want to bug you. And Mufuyu's like, just just hang out with me for a few minutes. And he's like, okay. 
whatever you say, boyfriendo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they kind of talk about the concert. Uwe asks, so hey, that previous, that song from last night, um, was that a song about heartbreak? And he says, yes. Next time I want to write about something else. And then he kind of falls asleep. And then Uwe's like, he's already thinking about next time. Mm-hmm. Next time I want his song to be about me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> cute. So at some point, uh, we have a scene at Haruki's cafe and his friend who owns the venue gives them like footage of their performance from the night before. Um, we have dinner with the band boys after Mafuyu is not sick anymore. And uh, they discuss the video and what they're going to do from here. They're like, hey, if we've got a new person in the band, we got to come up with a new band name. And so Mafuyu's like, uh, can it have the word give in it? Because, and this is the first time that the college boys ever hear about this backstory. And so they kind of have this look on their face like, oh shit. Oh shit. Um, but he says, the guitar was a gift from my dead boyfriend's mom. And they're like, oh fuck. Um, and he says, at first it felt like a curse, but it ended up being a new start. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. His boys and his emotions. Yeah. Um, so the boys make a Twitter. Um, they put the video <laughs> online. They're like, yeah, we're going to do some like social media shit. And I'm like, this is a weird point in the story to do yeah. this. Because you've only got one episode left, buds. Like this feels like mid-series idol anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just it, doing things in a weird order. Not in a nonsensical order, but just like weird compared to the status quo and also that you've only have one episode left (laughs) and you're like setting stuff up for the future that we're not sure if you're gonna have at this point in the anime um but at some point the school boys are hanging out and they're like hey where do you want to go and just hang out and they end up at like this tourist date spot by the ocean and so they kind of like run over to the ocean and they're looking out over the ocean and it's beautiful and Mafuyu's like Hey, by the way, I like you. Oh. End of episode. Oh. Oh, the confession come out. Does Mafuyu Sato is gay? <laughs> Have you seen that article? No. Like the, the does Bruno Mars is gay? Oh my God. No, oh, Sarah, I look it that. up. Okay. Sarah, look it up. Look up does look, Bruno Mars is looking gay. Looking it up now. So, does Bruno Mars is gay? Does Mafuyu Sato is gay? Yes. yes. <laughs> Incredible. Anyway, so, episode 11. The beginning, the first scene of this episode is the funniest thing that's ever been put on film. <laughs> because what happens is, it's the immediate, like, we see the confession again, and Uenoyama's, like, sitting there. He's just, like, staring at him. And just, like, you see the scene of, like, this large stone kanji for love, like, floating towards the camera. And it's, like, panning up, like, the prehistoric times is in the background. And he's like, love. Love. (laughs) And there's, like, a T-Rex. And, like, the kanji, like, forms on top of his head in, like, this big rainbow font. It says, it's mutual. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember this. And there's, like, a fucking, like, it zooms out on the boys, like, talking to each other. And there's, like, a National Geographic narrator. He's like, 
although he may look calm now, inside of his mind, Ritsuka Uenoyama is going through several emotions. <laughs> and then we pan to the inside of his mind. And it reminds me of that SpongeBob episode <laughs> where you've got like all the little internal brain yes. SpongeBobs like running around and doing things, but instead it's just a whole bunch of Ues all wearing shirts with different emotions on them. And they're throwing a farewell party for the one that's a virgin. It says virgin <laughs> me on his t-shirt. And they're like, farewell, we'll miss you so much. I can't believe it's finally happening. Holy shit. <laughs> And I'm like, this boy is so good. <laughs> Big ol' crush. A big ol' fucking crush. Like, I'm talking like rainbow kanji above his head, everything. I'm like, oh my god, this boy is not straight. <laughs> no. But so the the internal brain children all take a moment and they're like, wait, rewind a few months ago. We were talking to the other bandmates and said that dating inside, dating other band members is always a bad idea. Uh -oh. And we specifically said people who date other band members are dumb and they should drop dead. And now we're fucking hypocrites. Uh -oh. What do we do? Uh -oh. <laughs> and so... They kind of just, like, cut. They go tell Haruki. He's like, hey, Haruki, we're in love. And Haruki's surprised. He's like, just just don't, just keep it a secret so that it avoids drama. Don't go putting it on social media so that people don't get mad at us for dating other band members because it's always a bad time. Mm -hmm. He's like, congratulations on the gay, but, like, keep it to yourselves. Not because I'm a homophobe, but because you guys are both in the same band and it's going to cause drama. And plus, if I don't let this happen, then how am I supposed to date? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like, and if I don't let you guys date, then what am I going to do when I eventually confess to my crush? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in this band is fucking gay and I didn't know when I started the band. <laughs> so that's Haruki's internal monologue. It's a band built on love and running on love. Uh, but yeah, so they, they go tell Kaji, but he pretty much already knew. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, you're gay. Congratulations. Yay. Because if I remember um, right, didn't like each of them separately confess to like Kaji about each other? To Kaji? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, just now? What? He's like, yeah, I, I, I knew all along. Congratulations <laughs> on actually making it official. Um, so then there's just like some like weird epilogue fluff. Like, they take promo photos at a studio. Um, they have a birthday party for Haruki. Um, there's just kind of a lot of, like, fluff with some of the other characters of, like... It's not even wrapping shit up. It's mm -hmm. just, like... Just fluffy. We're setting... We're, it's just fluff, and we're setting stuff up for the end of the series. Or th we're setting stuff up for season two. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have a final ending scene of Mafuyu and Ue. They're, like, at a festival, and they're, like, kind of sitting and talking. And uh, Mufuyu's like, I want to sing more. And Ue's like, well, what kind of song do you want to write next? And before he can answer, we cut to credits, leaving it open for a sequel. Gimme season two, please. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And so like we said, the movie did just come out. Um, I talked for two hours about these boys. So we're going to do a separate episode on the movie. <laughs> it's not going to be the next episode. No. It will probably, 
I'm thinking like the soonest we can do it is over the summer because you and I have like our next several episodes planned out already. Yeah. But I defo want to come back and watch the movie because I want to see more of these boys. Mm -hmm. And I would love to also see a second season, please. Mm Mm-hmm. Onegaishimasu. Eh. Anime producers, please, more of the boys. Like, the manga's still ongoing. You've got plenty of material. Sip, sip. So, Star, did you like my recommendation for you? <sighs> Sarah, why would you show me this trash? I, I know. hated it. It wasn't even an <laughs> idol anime. Not even an idol anime. Uh, idol Days is cancelled. Rip. Um, talking about fucking shows that aren't idol anime, what do you do? <laughs> No, I, I loved it. I wow. really genuinely loved it. Yeah. It was really good. Good recommendation. Thank you, Sarah. Woo-hoo. Closing thoughts. Well, actually, before I do my closing thoughts, you've seen it, but it's been a little bit. So what? Give me your thoughts on the show. I just talked for two yeah. hours. Well, okay. So I didn't, because usually I watch shows like seasonally. So I watch them episode by episode, especially newer ones. Mm-hmm. But this one like flew over my radar. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like... I saw Given, and I thought it, because, like, the one word, I'm like, oh, it's probably, like, a horror, like, a race, so I'll wait to watch it. Totally not a horror. I should have looked at the summary. (laughs) But then I did watch it, and then, like, it was the same thing, like, as you were. It was like, yeah, I'll watch a little bit at a time, and then I, like, binged it. Nice. (laughs) And I'm like, I love this. It's so good. Oh, I love these boys. I love it. And, like, you know, I feel like, not necessarily idol anime, but music anime has a lot of, like, the whole... It gets drama, right? Like, like you're yeah. why in April. Hibike Euphonium is one of my favorite anime of all time. So, like, mm-hmm. I was expecting the drama, but I like how it was done. I think it was mm-hmm. very good, and I love the boys a lot. And same as you, Star, I can't wait for more. Yeah, I just... So, again... I don't know if Wake Up Girls and all the other, like, large cast anime have just set the bar super low... But just, it was so fucking refreshing to see a show with one plot and a small group of characters <laughs> that get fully fleshed out in only 11 episodes, and they do it really well. Imagine getting character development for all of your characters. Wow. Wow. Which Wake Up Girls could have done that? incredible instead of giving us like 19 different plots and barely anything on any of the characters we had one plot with a lot of boys who are all in love Mm -hmm. with each other and and good music and good music and good acting and good writing and good visuals and good screen design and ha it's a good yamane sarah but no bakamatsu era japan yeah, they didn't have giant snakes emerging from the ground, so I did have to deduct some points yeah, for that. that's fair. I re-listened to that episode recently <laughs> and Sam just Jam. hearing myself lose my mind over everything that happened in that anime was just like, yeah, I was a little bit feral in that episode, but honestly <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> you just watched Samurai Jam Bakamatsu Rock. If I sit through Samurai Jam Bakamatsu Rock, I deserve to be a little feral. <laughs> Star can have a little feral as a tree. As a tree. <laughs> yeah, so... The one just infinitesimal, mm-hmm. the smallest possible critique for this show is that occasionally, especially towards the end, sometimes they draw the characters with, like, really thick necks. Yep. Thick. The, the neck sizes, like, vary dramatically depending on, I guess, who the key animator was. Yep. 
To the point where, like, the necks are as thick as their heads. And I'm like, okay, I know it's a yaoi, but, like, still. They don't work out that much, guys. They don't work out that much. Like, they repeatedly harp on how Mafuyu is supposed to be, like, this skinny little boy. But he's got this thick-ass necks just like the rest of the characters. And I'm like, y'all, I know you're horny, but tone down the art, please. I mean, at least we didn't have any yaoi hands that I noticed, yes. but, like, still. They need delicate hands that was, to play guitar. Yeah, that was the one thing I noticed that kind of, like, irked me a little bit. And it was not constant. It was really just, like, I have a feeling that some key animator just likes to draw thick necks. Mm-hmm. And also, I agree, the other critique I'd have, as you pointed out, is that the last two episodes are, like, very 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 different in tone from the rest of it yeah i feel like if you had pushed it back and made the concert the second to last episode Mm -hmm. and maybe like kind of condensed some of the fluff it would have flowed a little Mm -hmm. better but it's just like okay we we did we already blew our concert scene and now we gotta fill two more episodes uh character fluff here we go (laughs) which i mean i don't complain about normally but it was a very different tone it was like, if it was at any other point in the show, it would have been fine. But because of some of the revelations they had to have, it had to happen after the concert yeah. scene. But the entire show was leading up to the concert. And so then anything that happens after that's going to feel like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It was just a weirdly paced show. I feel like if it had a second season or if it was more obviously getting a second season, it would have been more forgivable. But it's like, it just felt a little weirdly paced at the end there. So star. Best boy. Mm-hmm. All of them. Okay, that's fair. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, seriously, I could talk for a while about why I love all four of the main characters. They're all very good boys. Like, Mafuyu, sad boy. I'm going to love him me- immediately. That's my type. That's the type of character that I write. If you didn't already know that, castoff-comic.com is my webcomic. <laughs> read the comic, read the comic. This bad boy can fit so many sad boys in it. Anyway, um... So, like, I love him automatically, and like I said, I love characters going through trauma and coming out better people, and that was his whole fucking arc, and I love it, and he has his, his in touch with his feelings and all my son. I love him. Um, I identify so much with Ue, it's not even funny. Because, like, I very much, like, I definitely have the resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Like, hardcore. And so I feel like I intimidate people a lot. <laughs> and, like, just his talk about, like, how you kind of lose passion for things the better you get at them. That's me with art occasionally. Like, it's just, like, you kind of lose the passion for it once you do it too much. And, like, it's hard to articulate, um, especially because I'm just seeing that I've already talked about this anime for two hours and I don't want to bloviate too much right at the end. But she's like, he's a very good, very believable, very well-written character. I get him. Mm-hmm. Kaji's a horny fuckboy. I identify with him less. <laughs> um, but he still has depth. He's an interesting character, if nothing else. And I would love to see more of him. Um, and then Haruki is just a fucking gift. He's a good boy. He's a little panicky, but we can work on it. Um... I just, I love him. And yeah. he, like I said, I've already talked about this. I love the characters with like the, who are like the backbone of the team, 
who are like the responsible ones, who's like big brother, big dad energy is just like, yes, I am the soul of this group and I'm going to keep us from falling apart, damn it. Yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy. So our next episode, so, I am going mm -hmm. to watch an anime that Star suggested to me. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes, as a hint, <laughs> I found this because I was just curious. And I was looking up reviews. Uh oh. And here's a review on Crunchyroll. And here's your hint. Oh, oh, bless. Thank you for this gift. <laughs> Three stars. This is your hint for your next episode. Three stars. Okay. Uh -huh. it, it was Ite, but like all these chicks got hearts in their eyes like some effing hentai. You know what I mean? Other than that, <laughs> like if you don't know the band about it, it's still kind of Ite, but like if you knew more about them, it's probably be raw. However, I am too <laughs> fat and lazy to figure that out. DM for questions. <laughs> so there's oh, your hand. Shakespeare hanging out in the Crunchyroll comment section. <laughs> the best part is I was like, should I, I was like, should I friend them on Crunchyroll? And I went to their profile, and that is their only review. <laughs> oh, <laughs> amazing! <laughs> And don't DM me for questions. DM that person. That's all. So, yep. That's yes. your hint. So, next episode, we are continuing the suggestions. I suggested a show for Sarah about some girls with hearts in their eyes. Like, and it's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I think it's pretty hype so far. Yep, so that um, that will be our next two episodes, because that show is longer than this one. It's two Ooh. seasons, so Ooh. look forward to it. Ooh. Yeah. So, Sarah, if people want to find us online, oh, where can they go? Well, we have a website. You could go to idledays.card.co. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. Or you can just <laughs> go to idleluminati.net. Same, same address. <laughs> it goes to the same place. Uh, Star, yep, if they want to find us, if they want to find us on social media, where can they find us? Yes, so we also have social media. Um, we've got a Twitter and an Instagram. The username for both is Idle Days Pod. That's I D O L D A Y S P O D on Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Discord chat. Um, the link is on our website, which we already discussed what the website is, um, and we also. <gasps> have a youtube version now what? um so i have been working my way through our backlog of episodes making them into video versions that you guys can watch on youtube and i've just been like adding in a couple of like relevant screen caps as i go um but for the most part it's just same audio with a couple of cute little visuals and so my goal is to release one episode a week on the youtube channel until we get caught up with our buffer and after that, we'll figure out what happens after that. Um, but I've just been uploading that to my personal YouTube channel because I didn't. I already have too many YouTube accounts. I didn't want to make a new <laughs> one. Um, so that is just the Starfish Face on YouTube. There's a link on our website. Um, hey. It's easy to find. Um, I'm keeping them all in a nice little playlist. It's very good. Also on our website is a link to our Discord, which we mentioned before. So yes. come and join if you use Discord. Post about your best boy or best girl. Post your idle Illuminati mm -hmm. theories. We're ready. Yep. And also, if you have suggestions for, like, anime you would love to see us talk about, um, we are always accepting that. Um, 
we've got our next several episodes planned out, um, but we're tr- starting to think about what we're going to do in summer. Yeah. Um, like what summer anime we're going to do episodes on. Yeah. I have a few ideas of stuff I would like to do. Yes. But we want to hear what you guys want us to cover. So join the Discord and let us know. Especially this season. This this winter, 20- yeah, there's so m- <laughs> winter 2021. There's so many idol anime. <laughs> There's so many. Like, I saw post-apocalypse idols. There's that one mocap idol show um, that, like, looks weird, but I actually kind of dig it. I've watched, like, one episode. Um, There's a lot coming out this season. And so, like, it's all new fodder for our idol anime podcast. So if there's one or several that you guys want us to watch and review, we will gladly do that. Take it into consideration. And then if you really, really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast listening place you listen to. Or a thumbs up on YouTube. Tell us your... Please do. Leave a comment with your best boy or best girl. People will be confused why there's a bunch of names it'd be great <laughs> drive that engagement <laughs> um but yeah like seriously the reviews and like positive comments and just spreading the word about the show if you've got other friends who are into idol anime like tell them about the show that really helps us out go to our website We're not doing this and buy the t-shirt our... and then be, people oh, will yeah, be like got... what's that weird t-shirt you're wearing and you'll be like i'm so glad you asked have you ever heard of the idol illuminati <laughs> But yeah, so like we've been doing this podcast for almost a year now cool. and we've got several like consistent readers and we pre- readers I'm t- in webcomic mode. We've got like a lot of like really good listeners and we love you guys and we would super appreciate it if you would like help share the show around and like spread the love. Yeah, be our woda. It's everybody. Be our woda. <laughs> <laughs> Red and pink. Those are our colors. I think we decided. Yep. <laughs> I'm red and you're pink based on her costumes. Yep. Athena's purple, but she's only been on the one episode. Only on Halloween. That's the only time she- I can see my wife. <laughs> yeah. It- it's a terrible curse that you've been burdened with, but it's... That's what happens when you marry a goth. <laughs> mm-hmm. You only get to talk to them on Halloween. Yep. And you choose that day to record a podcast with them. Sometimes you get lucky on Friday the 13th, too. You have to walk under a ladder and it's like a portal into the wife dimension. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, this has been Idle Days. Thanks for listening. We've, We've been, been lady. lady. See you next See you live. Next live. Bye. Bye.